It's time to get chiseled with Rob Hamadari. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chiseled. If you didn't know already, Chiseled's a podcast to help help everyone create awareness in our lives about becoming the person we're created to be. It's through we're going to be sharing some of my experiences and some of the experiences through my guests. And our hope is that our listeners gain insight insight into their lives. As to how they're constantly being chiseled away at to live their fullest life, because we must keep in mind that we're all a work in progress. Hello, I'm Rob Commodore. I'm your host today. And with us is my guest, Dan O'Dell. I uh, just real quick before I make the introduction to Dan, I just must I got to let you know behind me, you'll see that I got a, got a picture of a book. I'm an author. I, I published a book about a year ago called Better Than You Think tell people to develop awareness and live a more fulfilling life. And I'm also a owner of a real estate business. And speaking of real estate today, my dear friend, Dan O'Dell, we, we met years ago. He is a realtor by trade, but he's a special dude. We call ourselves twins because Dan's about 6'3", I'm about 5'8". And I call him you know, Arnold and he calls me Dan. So anyway, welcome, Dan. How are you today? Uncle Rob, it's an honor to be here with you. Thank you for having me. Hopefully we can both learn and share with one another. So thanks for having me. Dan's a special guy. We met, it was, like I said, speaking of real estate, we met uh, at a seminar uh, years ago, correct? We sure did. When Brian Buffini was doing his uh, road show, uh, this is well over 20 years ago. Yep. And we're still uh, we're still here. Yes. And so we, we go to these conferences, I don't know, four or five, six times a year, depending on who you are and where you're at with all this. And we, we, we might run into each other, talk to each other once every so often. But it's like we just talked to each other yesterday. And, and Dan is... He's developed an incredible business. He's continuously ranked in the top 10 in real estate in Kansas City or in Oakland Park, Kansas. And uh, he's been in business 26 years. So, Dan, what, what's the key element of your business? Because I think this is going to go down a road of relationships. But what's the key element of your business and success, to, uh, reason why you're so successful in this business? Well, first of all, we're still here. Uh, 26 years in the business is uh, uh, by, by real estate standards the real estate industry would have turned 18 times in 26 years. And those of us that are still here at this point of time are uh, either stupid or fortunate or hopefully doing something right. And Rob is a, a veteran in this business like I am. And in order to help people make the biggest investment of their life, you've got to do something right. And you have to take a different shtick or a different angle to the business because longevity is something that is uh, is earned. Uh, and there's no guarantee of longevity, uh, especially in this business. So, you know, the things that we do in this business, I think that make us different is number one, we care. And I hope that everyone that owns a business or has a family cares, but it's caring with purpose, caring with intent. And that's some of the thing that is, is very hard for people to understand and, you know, tune out. You've got two realtors on the on this podcast. Um, what do we have in common with the rest of your audience? Well, I can tell you right now, longevity and caring can be broken down in a variety of different ways. And I know one thing about Rob Kamadari, he does care. And I, I do as well. And uh, our customers, I hope, believe that as well. So let's break that down. What does that mean about really caring uh, so that maybe we can share a gift or some insight on how your listeners can break down some things we've done so they can have a business for life or a legacy business, which is what both Rob has and what I have. So, Dan, you, you said two phrases that you said, and we're going to get into it right now. You said care with purpose and care with intent. Mm -hmm. As you said, break that down. What does it mean to care with purpose? Well, uh, I sell real estate and Rob is an author and Rob sells real estate. Um, what 
people think that when you sell real estate, your your whole framework is around houses and you know bedrooms and bathrooms and square footages and garages and subdivisions and cul-de-sacs and acreage and I do none of that. Okay, we'll sell hundreds of homes a year and we'll do it with purpose and we'll do it very well and we'll make a very very good living by helping others. And our foundations and our nonprofits do really well because we have some resources. But what I have to do has nothing to do with real estate. Uh, when you talk about relationships with purpose, uh, conducting business with purpose, my real estate comes when I understand where my people are coming from, what their point of view is, what are they dealing with? And to use a phrase, what chapter of their life is 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 how I'm involved with 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 them and then every once in a while when i'm skilled enough to understand where my clients are coming from then all of a sudden a house pops into my world and maybe there's a house that someone needs to uh to sell or to buy in order to get my clients to the next phase of their life and if i can understand what creates the house opportunity that's way more important than selling a house because my industry is really good at commoditizing selling a house our realtors are really good at taking a house and breaking it down, and but but our industry really needs to work on um, what it means and what an honor it is to be involved with someone at that chapter of their life, and that's what we do. Is where are you coming from? How can we add value or really help you during this time? And what issues have to be dealt with in order for you to move on to the next chapter of your life? And in my case, it's a home, and in your case, it's a home. So, and we're pretty good at helping people buy and sell homes, but that's the not the most important part of what we do. And Dan, I love that because I think people in, whether it's the real estate business or any business, sometimes they become transactional. And what we've learned over the years, how important it is to be relational. And just the fact, I, I love the, 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 the statement you made we need to find out what chapter of the life of their life that they're in. What part of the journey are they on right now? And which, uh, what are a couple questions you might ask somebody? Because really, I mean, this, again, this the podcast is called Chiseled. And we're looking about like how how is our business chisel us into being better realtors? Has it chisel us into being better listeners for our clients and to discover where they are in their journey? What would you say to that, Dan? Well, I think that you have to understand that that this is a privilege to be doing this kind of work okay because unfortunately our industry is is full of people that don't make the commitment to get better which is the purpose of this podcast so i have learned through the school of hard knocks through a very very demanding and intent wife who owns our company on how we're going to conduct business properly so we're constantly refining how we're interacting with our customers on what questions to ask on understanding that the business result is not about us making a fee the business result is is moving our people along. So, so a simple question is, how can I help you? How did you get involved with me? What are you dealing with? What, what benefit can I bring to you in order to deal with this? I'll give you one quick example. Last week, very quickly, um, uh, one of my very best clients texted me and said, we're getting divorced selling the house. They just moved in their house two years ago. Big house, they built it from scratch. They love each other more than life itself. And I got this text from, from the wife saying, we're getting divorced, et cetera, et cetera. Come over and sell the house now. And of course I refused, I refused because, and I called both of them, got them both on the phone, broke down the situation, asked a bunch of questions. And of course they're not gonna sell their house. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna work on their relationship, okay? So my, my God-given ability through great uh, leaders like you and Brian Buffini and others have taught me to just breathe uh, think about the other person first, 
ask the right questions, calm people down, and then and then helpfully with thoughtful, careful um, integrity, move them forward. Sometimes it's about a house. And then in this case with the divorce, it was not. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful because it would have been a catastrophe to go in there with the real estate sign in the in the, in the contract and, and hit those people when they're down, which is what my industry typically would do, and, uh, and try to coerce them to uh, to do something that's not in their best interest. So they're going to be fine. They're going to work on their marriage. They're in counseling, and God, God, with God's help, they're going to be fine. So, Dan, that's a powerful example, one of – I would say your humility because you took a humble approach there and you didn't just say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get three transactions out of this, sell a house and help two people buy two separate houses. And then that happens. And it's unfortunate, but for, for you to sit there and say, you know, something had to, whether it's just who Dan is, or you brought, you brought God up a few times. And I love that. Cause you know, that's what I'm about here. You know, like it was God saying, Hey, I need to step in and say, Hey, I can help these people maybe salvage their marriage. You're not the counselor, but maybe you're the, you're the trigger for them. Well, maybe the help. I'm a facilitator to, to, to help them and understand that it's, it's a, if you don't work on what's caused this frustration, don't don't think that leaving the marriage is going to cause great success when you're gone. Okay, so so if you think that the dissolving of anything is the solution without working on your problem or caused it, you're, uh, you're you're making a huge mistake. And so so I'm just I've always taken the approach that it's that. I mean, to be frank with you, when I'm involved with be, meeting with a, a prospective client. I'm always looking at alternatives and options that don't include me to help them. That include, well, maybe you should rent your house. Maybe you should sell your house to a family member. Maybe you should, you know, keep the house and remodel it or whatever. Um, and I create a lot of investors by um, helping teaching people how to keep their own homes. And I work with them on the next transaction or their family's transactions. But I've always worked on the premise that what can I, what solution can I encourage them to take that doesn't involve me? And, and, and make that very clear as an option. I am a facilitator to create options. Some of the options include me directly benefiting by a fee that I get. And many options that I might suggest have nothing to do with me being uh, receiving a fee. But all the time, my options are involved with me building a relationship with the people that I'm working with. And I'm bringing them closer to me. I'm bringing them more confident in my ability to to be caring uh, when I'm bringing up alternatives that, that have nothing to do with me directly benefiting. And then what happens is by doing that consistently and being and being honest about it, quite frankly, Rob, the world has beaten the path to our door. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what's happened. And um, I've never worried about a single situation or single transaction. I've just worried about, about creating long-term momentum. And if you do what I just described and not take yourself so seriously and not have you part of every solution with a fee, um, you watch what happens. You just watch what happens. And I, I've just seen it happen. We do more in our little team at our size than anybody in the, in the region. And because we, we, for the most part, we give a hoot, right? And it's not about us. And I know that sounds trite, but I have the numbers to back it up and I have the momentum charts to back it up. And I just see the business growth very consistently with having that kind of approach. Yeah, it's like you just said there about, you know, should they rent the house, should they sell the house or whatever the case may be there. It's funny. I just uh, sat this past Saturday. Uh, I've been talking to a client in a certain area in Baltimore County, and we've been talking for a couple months now. And they want to get their house ready for sale. And, you know, we were we were going to put the house on the market a couple of weeks ago. That was last week. And they asked me to come out this week again and talk to them. And like 
the idea was to sign the paperwork for the listing. And when we got out there, I could see some anxiety on, on my clients, on the wife's face. And she was just, she was not ready. And, and she didn't know if it was moving too soon. And they made the comment like, you know, Rob, we don't, we don't want to waste your time. And my response to that is you're never wasting my time. I'm here to help you make the best decision for you. And if that means don't sell for a year, for three weeks, three months, whatever it is, that's what it means. So all I can do is give you the information that you need to help you make the best decision. And I think that's how we dig into our relationships and show people we're just we're more uh, than just about the check. We're more about the relationship because we care, we listen, and we want to do what's best for our clients. Um, easier said than done, brother. Easier said than done. I'm just telling you right now, you know, human nature takes over. And I see a live one. I see someone who's breathing. And, you know, has a house to sell or house to buy or, or has a has a moment. I mean, we're I've done this so darn long that I'm a I'm a persuader. I can actually I can actually move people in the direction that I choose them to move that I want them to move based upon some skills that I have. And again, there, you know, comes that kind of ability and, and, and to communicate comes a lot of responsibility. And if you don't if you don't check yourself, my wife's great at checking myself. She's very aware of the motivation <laughs> of communication. But, but you know, again, I'm very fortunate. But that's not commonplace because there's people that can manipulate and coerce and, and make suggestions that aren't in the client's best interest because they can. And um, I, I could tell you that, that we take the opposite approach and, and uh, I'll, put our, I'll put our business and our principles up to anybody in the country and, and uh, except you because you, you're, you're a very principled guy. Too. Well, I think we heard one time one of Brian's events is that, you know, when your values are clear, your decisions are easy. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, we, the value you place on these relationships is awesome. But I also think, you know, are there times when you have to have that discernment? Hey, do I step in or do I step back? And the question I have for you is, is do you have to pray for that discernment or it comes pretty easy to you based on your values and your principles? Oh, I think it's very easy. And sometimes you have to turn the heat up. Sometimes you've got to take the approach. If you don't act now, you're going to make a catastrophic mistake. Okay. If you don't step up the plate and do what you're supposed to do now, and I'm going to guide you through the process, then, then we have nothing else to talk about because this is an obvious situation. This is an obvious solution. I know what I'm doing. Hear the facts. Here are the consequences. Act now or forever or forever hold your peace is uh, something I'm not afraid to do. I have enough intestinal fortitude and confidence that if it's time to go, it's go time. OK, if there's a fee to make, there's a fee to make. If there's a triple triple hit that's going to move six, three or six or nine families and it's going to help three or six or nine people times four people or 30 people, then let's do it. OK, I have no problem. I sleep really, really well at night. I eat really well at night. I mean, you know, look, I'm, a little, I'm about 30 pounds overweight, um, but I sleep and eat really, really well because I'm confident in what I'm doing because I've been well-trained, okay? I've been really considered uh, the possibility of success and failure, and I choose success the right way, and it's very consistent. And it's very it's very uh, predictable, and um, you're right. It's, uh, you know, when I, it's go time, it's go time, and I am not afraid to be, I'm not bashful about let's go. So, so Dan, how, tell us how many families have you helped over the years? Just estimate. Oh, we're over three thousand. We've actually, I mean, a statistic that realtors like to throw on is, you know, we've moved enough families to actually transact a billion dollars of real estate. That's a incredible. And, and 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 you know, that's with our my own family, my son and my wife and our team, and and so it's a big deal. It's a billion dollars of families, and that's almost approaching four thousand families, three to four thousand families. Um, you know, starting with you know, starting with. People that knew my name and my mother and my father and my relatives and 
my wife's family and she's Hispanic and Mexican and she's got a million relatives and sold all them houses in the beginning. And then it's just grown and you've all met Brian, met you, Brian Buffini, met uh, hundreds and hundreds of people in Brian's organization. They've all been huge advocates. We help each other. We get referrals from all over the country, all over the world for that matter. We give, we give, we give. Uh, we have a lot of stuff we do for nonprofit. I mean, it's just, it's just a good life. It's a good life. And, and the house has been the conduit of speed generation, but the thousands of people that we've interacted with and had the opportunity to really guide and direct, um, it, it creates a lot of momentum for the future. It makes my future and my family's future look really, really bright because um, we've got a thousand people um, rooting for us. And I'll, I'll take that any day of the week. So, so of those 3000, Dan, how many, just a percentage, how many would you say you're still in relationship with? Well, we are interacting with that group of people on a monthly basis. We've been interacting with that group of our database, past, present, and future, monthly for 25 years. My it's wife was a stickler about that stuff. And, and, and so our communication levels with our businesses starts with you know monthly interaction and then, and then weekly interaction and different layers of communication. And the marketing part of it, you need to talk to Maria about, but it's intense and it's, it's awesome. And, it's, and it's, we're hitting people you know, where they want to be hit, social, newsletters, mailing, home visits, uh, hospital visits, flowers, kids' birthdays, uh, pet pet birthdays, uh, you name it, we do it in a different way, and we just meet people where they are, and people just respond. To it. And, so, so what do you think that's meant to your clients, and what has it meant to you? Well, again, people think it's trite. You know, why are you writing a letter to your clients about what's happening in the market? Why are you inviting your? We're doing a, a my dog's having his fourth birthday party next week. We're having a big. Uh, a big dog birthday party. You know, it's it's kind of funny. We're gonna have hundreds of people there for dog ice cream and uh, and ice cream for the kids. It's a it's a it's an ice cream social is what it is. But but it is it is so. I again, we've done this for so long, so consistently. We hear from hundreds of people all the time, assuring us that our marketing and our care and our our communication matters. And we we have a, we don't do any any institutional marketing, meaning we don't market on billboards or we don't do radio or TV or anything like that. We just market to the people that know us, and 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 then we just encourage them to take us where they are going to their family and their friends and their relationships. And this stuff works, and this stuff works. Now the prerequisite is if you can't help people sell a house and buy a house, and if you're not a badass in the transaction and highly functional and highly um, trained. And, and really good in the X's and O's, the, all this stuff about marketing and social media is a waste of time, okay? Uh, it, to, do, to do real estate at the level that we're doing it, okay, that you and I are doing it, Rob. Uh, because I know a lot of people that have, you know, blue, blue, big hair and blue eyes and, and uh, you know, have a nice social media presence, but they can't, they can't sell their way out of a paper bag and, and they just leave their clients at the curb. And I'm not going to leave my clients at the curb. If I make a mistake, I own it. I pay for it, I own it. Okay, if I bless my clients and help them move forward, then they bless me by giving me referrals. I'm I'm accountable for every X and every O that I do in my company. If I make a mistake, I pay for it. I take care of it. Okay, and um, and I'm accountable to that. And my people that know us and they know our team, uh, we have got no enemies. We've let no blood out on our streets. We have uh, we have people that 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 within our industry, our clients that sing our praises, that respect us. And um, consequently, we continue to have a stream of relationships and referrals and revenue that uh, is consistent and has been consistent since day one. 
That's awesome. So Dan, what is, what is not from a business standpoint, from a personal standpoint, what has this meant to you? What's it done for you and your family and your relationship with Maria? What's it done for you over the years? Well, my, my wife owns a company. She's 51 and I'm 49. And that's not our age. She's 51% ownership and I'm 49. <laughs> it reminds me daily that she could take me out in a, in a heartbeat. So, um, uh, you know, what? again, what this kind of thing does is when you when you understand that this is not my business, Rob, it's not your business, it's his business, it's God's business. And, you know, I know I don't, how I define God and my love of Jesus and, and what that's done for me. But I do know that that I'm having blessing beyond what I deserve. And that keeps me humble. Okay. That keeps me humble. So, so I, I'll give you one example. I work with a lot of pastors. I just do. I just work with a lot of pastors amongst a lot of different denominations. For whatever reason, they trust me and they, they, they bring their congregations to us. Uh, they bring our, their, uh, their uh, uh, associate pastors and administration people to us. And, and so, you know, these, these people just want, number one, uh, some people that can understand where they're coming from and, and they can be fed once in a while. I help feed the people of the cloth, the pastors, men and women who do, who do that. Um, I help feed them. Okay. And I help them uh, relax and, and save uh, the resources on their housing and make them help them make good decisions so they can bless their flock. And um, you know, and I, and I get reinforced and we do some mentoring and some, some study and we do some camaraderie and we drink a cup of coffee every once in a while. And, and um, it's helped keeps me grounded. And it's a great privilege to work with men and women who are serving God and who are, who are actually uh, helping thousands of people. Um, so it's, it keeps me grounded. It keeps me very appreciative of, uh, of what I do. So Dan, or, or, or I can, your enthusiasm, your humility and your passion here uh, it brings my next question to mind. So what is Dan Odell passionate about? Is he passionate about the business or is he passionate about what the business could do for him or is it both? Well, I, I could tell you right now that, you know, the business is a happy accident of just doing consistent reinforcement of, of care, uh, care in uh, community in within our own business structure, just interacting with people. So, you know, the business kind of takes care of itself, but, but, you know, I, I just, I just know that I have, in, I'm an influencer and I, I can just have this conversation with, you know, a little old lady who's, just lost her husband or, you know, a senior level executive who was responsible for thousands of people or for um, a 14 year old kid who uh, is just getting his first job. Um, and, and I will, I will take those experiences and help formulate my enthusiasm. I get great enthusiasm by learning from other people. And it doesn't necessarily mean someone that's older than younger than me. It doesn't have anything to do with their education. It has to do with just how are you doing and what should I know about you? And those kind of provocative questions inspire all kinds of answers. And if you are just stop and pause and look someone in the eye and ask them, you know, what should I know about you that I don't know? Tell me something I don't know. Okay. And, and that inspires another question. And then, well, how did you get into the business of dancing? And what's one thing that, you know, you could take an old 60 year old and, and teach them how to dance and a 14 year old, you know, 12 year old or 10 year old could say, well, you should move your feet like this and start popping your head up and down. And all of a sudden, you know, Papa, you're dancing. It's like, what? It's like, are you kidding me? And so my point is, is that you can get so much, so much momentum by asking very thoughtful questions and then pausing and waiting for an answer. Okay. Am I a master at that? No, I kind of stink at that, but I'm working on that. Okay. So I get a lot of momentum from my, family and my children and my grandchildren and anyone that will 
take a moment and answer a thoughtful question. And, uh, and that's, that's a problem because, you know, I should be at my level, I should be focused on working with senior level people or high net worth people or people that have a lot of money or people that blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm, I'm just not that, I'm not that guy. I'll sell a few hundred homes a year with my team. And, and I'm just thankful for being able to have a community with someone who will just take a moment and have a conversation and I will get all kinds of energy and I'll learn so much like I learned in your book. Okay. Better than you think. Okay. And I will, I'm not going to plug your book because you could, you can plug it on yourself, but the books, the books are good read and embed in that book. And I'm not, I'm not going to cite examples because I want people to read it, but, but there's more lessons from your children, Rob, in that book than any book I've ever read in my life. Okay. Cause you tell stories about your kids. You tell stories you. about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, and you, and I've learned from your kids. I travel with your kids. I've been to, to California with your kids and I've asked them questions and, and there's more, there's more that's, that that's um, caught than taught. And there are more provocative stories in that book about your kids teaching you and teaching me um, than any book I've ever read. And that's where my point about you can learn from others. I could care less how old or how young they are. Okay. And you, Rob's a storyteller. Rob Commodari wrote better than you think as a storyteller. And you wanted some good stories about how uh, young people can help their old man get better. Read the book and you'll learn. Yeah, Dan, thanks you brought the kids up because when you were talking previous to mentioning my kids, two thoughts came to mind, uh, two instances that, that we've had over the years. And one was we were out in Cal San Diego for one of the seminars, and I just brought my kids with me for the first time. And you you looked them, each one of them directly in the eye, and you asked them some questions. How are they? How they like it? You know, what did they look to get out of it? Or I think it was on the break one time, you asked them what their, their takeaway was. And so you did that, and that meant a lot to me as a dad. And it meant a lot to them when we got home. They said, that guy, Dan, was really cool. I'm glad. I'm so happy. So it was so neat the way he came up to us and asked us these questions. And they talk about that from time to time. And then there was another instance that just, it was two years ago, we were at an event in uh, San Diego, the, the Peak Experience event. And I was sharing with you the, the struggle I was having. Uh, my assistant, she was going through uh, a cancer and she eventually passed away. And we were, we were in the middle, if you remember, we were in a hallway of, of the event. And you just said, Rob, hold tight. Hang tight a second. I'm going to say a prayer for you right now. And you said a prayer. And that doesn't happen in, in typical real estate environments or groups or whatnot. And I'll never forget that what the power of Dan O'Dell, the humility, the, the just, the, just the knowing, the awareness of when to ask the right questions to the right people and when to stop. And as you said, pause to offer up that prayer to me and, and the people around me, my, and my assistant his, and her family. So that was powerful. And that's what I know about Dan O'Dell. He's just an awesome dude. And I'm going to ask you a, a last question here before I let you go. Maybe two questions. How long does Dan O'Dell want to continue to do this? And is Dan O'Dell still a work in progress? Uh, you talked to my wife. I am definitely a work in progress. I'm uh, I'm probably 10% of the way there. And I probably don't disagree with that. Um, I don't feel that, I'm 65, 64 years old. I don't think retirement is in my cards. Um, how I do business is changing, and I'm I'm working more on development than I am on transactions. Uh, working on helping people take uh, teach people what I've learned and how I interact and teach that to other people so they can continue the legacy that we've created. Um, and so, but I, I see my my role changing and. Maybe not showing as many houses and doing as many listings and things like that, but just being more influential to the people around me, uh, which means that I'm just I'm perpetual in nature and I'm probably not going to ever really retire. Uh, and being in a work in process again, as long as there's 
books to read and people to learn from and seminars to go to and people that need expert advice, I will always be a work in process. And I'm very thankful for that. And you know, the people that we've met that have arrived and are bigger than life, um, you know, they're, they're usually a dime a dozen and they'll fizzle out. And Rob Commodari has not fizzled out. Uh, my wife, Maria Odell, and, and I and my family, my son, Michael, and our team, we've not fizzled out. And uh, our mentor, Brian Buffini, has not fizzled out. In fact, we all believe we're just we're just beginning. Just and beginning. The future, we, the future is bright. And so age is just the number, and we have more work to do, more people to influence, and more more causes to get behind, and more people to bless. And that's what I'm about, and that's what you're about. So thanks yeah. for having me. Honored to be here. Um and Dan, how can people get a hold of you if they want to look at a buyer seller house out in Kansas or, City, or, or if they just want to have a conversation with you because it's so how much information and wisdom you have? We're in Kansas City. We're in Overland Park, Kansas. You can find us at groupodell.com, groupodell.com. Um, just Google us. You'll find us. And uh, and uh, Or Rob, you can connect with Rob, and he can connect us as well. But uh, thank you for having me. Uh, keep doing this work. It's important work that you're doing, my friend, and uh, uh, blessings to you and your family. So I'll let you go with this, Dan. Not only has Dan been influenced along this journey, he's influenced his, cust his customers, his clients, his relationships, but now he's influencing others to influence others. And it, like he said, he's, he's going to continue to do this for a long time. Dan, I love you. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for your contribution because it's going to inspire somebody. It's going to help somebody. So until next time, everybody, let's go get chiseled. Thanks, Dan. You just got chiseled with Rob Comodari. Be sure to like this podcast, share it with your friends, and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Also, you can find Rob's book on Amazon, Better Than You